Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I got to pick a fight with someone in the national media, but it's not our next guest. Uh, he is Yahoo Sports senior NBA writer on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Dan Devine joins us now. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm glad to find out that I'm not the national media member getting a fight picked with them. That's good to know. It'll be an awkward start to the interview. Well, I just I, I I thought about well maybe I should just start one just to throw them off. You know, always you're always trying to like <laughs> make your make your guest either comfortable or uncomfortable to get the best answer. And then I was like, nah, Dan's a good guy. I don't want to. I don't want. To, I don't want to start beef with Dan because I feel like if I start beef with you, everyone's gonna be like, what an a hole this guy must be. Well, I mean, my, my brand is like oh, uh, overwhelming kindness. So, yeah, you, you're picking a fight with the wrong guy. I'd be like, listen, man, I get it. I don't like me that much either. So I, w- I wouldn't blame you. Uh, Dan, looking to the Cavaliers here, I, I'm curious whether you see the Cavs as a legit two seed in the Eastern Conference or feel as if they're the two seed or could be the two seed simply because the Bucks and Sixers have, di- have been disappointing. I mean, there's some truth to that. Obviously, the Bucks have been, uh, you know, uh, have been a frustrating kind of mystery. Uh, you look at them and say, like, are you the team that's, you know, 35 and 21 and has an MVP candidate and like an All NBA point guard, or are you the team that's got the point differential of like a 46 or 47 win team and can't seem to get both its offense and defense playing well at the same time for more than like a game or two in a row? Um, and then obviously the Sixers with Embiid's injury, that sort of upset their apple cart. And then a whole host of other injuries around that, too, like half their rotation's been gone. Same as the Knicks, right? Um, but that said, like, the Cavs don't have to apologize for their own success in that regard. And they f- went through their own ma- like massive spate of injuries, losing half of their starting lineup uh, for an extended period of time. And Cleveland, I think, is to be commended for the way that you know, the sort of uh, circled the wagons and rallied around during that period, and the, and the identity that has sort of grown out of that. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell playing maybe the best basketball he's ever played uh, when you factor in the defensive end of the floor and how he's performed on both ends. And the fact that there's like the things that the, that the Cavs struggled so much with last season, last postseason especially in that first round series against the Knicks, with the, the perimeter shooting, with the complementary pieces around Mitchell and Garland, with the way that uh, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley were performing, 
And with the the rebounding, obviously the defensive rebounding in particular, keeping the Knicks off the glass, all that stuff the Cavs are better at now. Like they've just because they have strengthened their weaknesses and also sharpened some of their strengths, like augmented the way that Mitchell is able to get downhill off the bounce, the way that Allen is, is rolling to the rim, the way that they've uh, JB Biggerstaff has increased the staggering between the Mitchell uh, Allen group and then Garland and Mobley, and you know activating more guys off the bench. There's just more live options. So, I mean, the Cavs, it's, I mean, everybody's going to say, like, it remains to be seen. Like, I'll need to see it to believe it in the playoffs. But everything the Cavs have done to this point is answer the questions that, you know, everyone had about them. And, like, that's kind of all you can do. Do you see this year as the start of their window with Donovan Mitchell or the potential closing of it? Every national guy with a, a data plan says the latter, right? Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, all you can do is take people at their word until their actions tell you something different. And I, like, there's, Donovan Mitchell is playing like a guy who has no interest in going someplace else. He's performing like someone who feels like he's got a real shot at something here, not somebody who's trying to kind of, like, uh, you know, look for the exit door and give 50% effort on the way out there. You know, we've, we've seen superstars do that, and Donovan Mitchell is, is going the other way. He seems to be going 100 miles per hour toward what this Cavs team can be. So, to me, I look at it and say, and, and I think the, the performance over the last, like since mid-December particularly, if I'm the Cavs, I look at that and say, this is a guy that we have to build around. This is a guy that we really want to ori- orient this whole thing around. Like, if you needed to make a move you know, to break up the core in some way, and I'm not saying they do. I'm not saying that Kobe Altman in that front office is looking at it and saying, well, we've got this you know, financial crunch coming or these contracts are going to come, uh, come up at the same time and that's going to be an issue for us. But I think the, the play of Donovan Mitchell since mid-December, where he's really kind of vaulted himself up into that lo- the lower reaches of the MVP conversation, that leads me to think, like, instead of thinking we've got to move him for value while we can, I'd be more comfortable going the other way and saying, this is the guy we need to, like, put, you know, go all in on, you know, and, and see if, he, if he's comfortable and he's willing uh, to, to kind of marry long term. Obviously, there's, there's a reason, you know, there are many financial reasons why it doesn't make sense for him to do that right now when he can uh, extend for a much bigger number in an extra year uh, after, the, after the season. But, like, he is performing. Like uh, like the standard bearer you want from your number one guy, um, and so I mean you'd like to believe that if a guy is doing that, he's also not looking for uh, his next chapter at the same time. Dan, you mentioned uh, the media's kink of uh, making sure that to let everybody know that Donovan Mitchell is a short timer in Cleveland. I- I'm curious how much of that has to do with Cleveland. Like if he had gotten traded to Chicago or Houston, or Dallas, do you think that that same dead-set mentality would be in place about Donovan Mitchell's future? I think it's less about him getting traded to Cleveland and more about him being born close to New York. I think, like, if he, if he was born in Baltimore, I don't know that we'd be having the same conversation about going to the Wizards, you know? I think it, it, it's more about, like there was the, the sort of direct line connecting where he grew up and the teams that he, or the, the area he grew up in, uh, you know, his dad working for the Mets and everyone's heard the stories, you know? So I think that's what it is. And then anytime it, you know, the New York market becomes kind of attached to a story like that, uh, it, it grows legs and it gets sunk in a little bit more. So uh, I think, I mean, the Cavs become 
become it's sort of easy to look past from a national perspective when LeBron James is not playing for them. But the Cavs have done the, have done their best to wrench the spotlight in their direction with the way they've built over these last few years by nailing the trade to bring in Jared Allen, by going and getting Karis LeVert, by the, 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 the moves to draft Darius Garland and stick with him through that really rough rookie season to get Evan Mobley and like to build that core to, to where you're right within you know, sort of striking distance of being you know, pretty competitive, pretty solid. They're in a really good team before injuries struck them a couple seasons ago to where you can make a big swing move like the one for Donovan Mitchell. So, I mean, whether the, the, uh, the eyes of the sort of newsbreaker class are always going to kind of glaze over when the Cavs, uh, you know, become a topic of conversation, you know, that's, that, you know, that may be and that might, not, might never change, but the Cavs as a basketball, like a serious basketball enterprise, have done pretty much everything they can do to uh, you know, mitigate any issues uh, that might arise from the market size. Well, now I'm down this rabbit hole. If Donovan Mitchell was averaging the same points per game that he's averaging and was the two seed in New York, would he be uh, a, a, a stronger contender for MVP right now? I mean, you'd probably hear hear louder talk about it for sure. Um, I don't know if anybody is going to be able to crack into that top, you know, two or three where you've got Nikola Jokic, you've got Shea Gildas Alexander, and you've got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Maybe Luka Doncic is in that in that situation too. So I think kind of most guys are playing for third, fourth, you know, down market there a little bit when when he was healthy. Obviously, he was up at the top of that list, but. You know, Brunson, Jalen Brunson had a moment where he was generating that kind of attention when the Knicks were white hot. Uh, Donovan Mitchell got him, you know, some of that discussion with the Cavs being red hot right heading into the break. And if it continues and persists and the Cavs continue to, you know, make their way up, I mean, they're, they're probably not going up and catching Boston because they're, you know, ran away to and, and hid to six, uh, a six-game cushion. But he keeps performing like this and the Cavs keep it up. I mean, the drumbeat will get louder, but you're absolutely right to note, like, it gets loud. It gets even louder still in certain areas. Like the joke on the or the, the, the object example of this is, OG Anunoby goes from being a Toronto Raptor to being a New York Knicks, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, is he in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation? And a lot of that just comes down to, yeah, you know, what the name on this on the front of the jersey says. Dan Devine on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, Yahoo Sports senior NBA writer here. Uh, so much talk about Evan Mobley's third year. You know, at the beginning of the season, before the injury, it was he's been a disappointment because his numbers haven't taken a big jump offensively and the, the, the shooting numbers, three-point shooting. Now, small sample size, but coming off the injury, he's really shooting the ball really well. He's shooting 41% on, I think, uh, attempt or an attempt and a half a game. I'm just curious, when we start to, like, forecast down the road, Evan keeps shooting these threes, or Evan doesn't, or Evan kind of continues to develop that shot on into the playoffs. What do you see as the difference between the Cavs ceiling this year if Evan keeps shooting these shots and grows that over the final you know, 30 regular season games into the playoffs and him not doing that? What, what's the difference for the Cavs ceiling? The, I mean, the biggest difference is that if he is able to become a – I mean, the accuracy obviously is, is great but the willingness might even be more important. If he's able to become somebody who takes those shots at some volume and is a legitimate threat from the perimeter, whether that's from the corners or picking and popping, it makes the, the pairing of Mobley and Jared Allen so much more tenable because, like, think back to that Knicks series. 
where the Knicks were just able to completely clog the paint because they knew that every time that Donovan, uh, Donovan Mitchell came off the screen, no matter who the screener was, the other big guy was, not, was either you know, rolling or hanging out in the dunker spot or in the short corner, not really spacing the floor. And so the Knicks defenders could just leave him alone out there. And they could you know, clog the paint and not worry at all about the ball going out to that guy and that guy making a shot. So... The, the, the incremental changes and the adjustments, like even Jared Allen taking some more mid-range jumpers this season or having a little bit more sauce when he gets the ball in the middle of the floor and can actually make a dribble move and go to the basket, like that stuff all helps. But Mobley being somebody who could actually space the floor out to the three-point line, draw a closeout and a hard contest, like that would open up the, the, just the geometry of the floor. Anything that can make it a little bit more difficult for you to pack the paint, for you to sag off shooters against the Cavs, then creates wider open driving lanes for Darius Garland, for Donovan Mitchell, makes it easier for those guys to get into the paint you know, comp- uh, compromise the defense, force uh, a rotation, and then all of a sudden you're kicking out to open shooters. And now, with the construction of this Cavs team, those open shooters are guys like Max Struess or George Niang or Sam Merrill or a new, you know, increasingly confident and competent Isaac Okoro. Like, there's a, just a higher class of option catching and shooting those shots. And if Mobley becomes one of those kinds of guys, and all of a sudden you've got everything he can do rolling to the rim, you've got everything he can do where he's able to post up against smaller guys on a mismatch or a switch. Obviously he's not like a brute down there, but he can shoot over the top of those guys, and he's got good touch. You've got what he can do as a playmaker connecting in the middle of the floor, and you've got to worry about him shooting the ball or, if you close out, beating that, putting it on the deck, and getting to the basket. He becomes so much more of a difficult player to guard individually, and the Cavs become so much more difficult of a team to guard collectively, to say nothing of the fact that like, it's easier to keep just two bigs on the floor, which is obviously the whole defensive identity that J.B. Bickerstaff has wanted to build. So long-term, that is a, like, a gigantic swing skill for Mobley uh, individually and the Cavs as a whole. And then over the course of the next couple of months here, it just would make the Cavs an even more formidable opponent in a playoff series. Dan, we are uh, exactly two weeks removed from the NBA trade deadline. The Cavs didn't make a move, and I think everybody in Cleveland was okay with that given the state of their roster. But the Warriors have now leaked out that they tried to trade for LeBron. Uh, They targeted and had talks about Deontay Murray and Pascal Siakam. I'm pretty sure every player that was moved or could have been moved or had talks about at the moves, the Warriors have now leaked that they had at least talked about. I'm, why are the Warriors so damn concerned about everybody knowing the players they could have or at least thought about trading for the deadline? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, here's the, you know, the the official caveat, the, you know, public statement of, you know, we don't know for sure who leaked (laughs) what to whom and where things came from. You know, we don't know that for sure. Um, What I would say is when you employ Stephen Curry, you need to be all in all the time, right? He is the kind of player that merits that kind of approach. Uh, same as, you know, when Le- you know, you guys remember it well, LeBron James, when you have a guy at that level in terms of both the c- present tense quality and the way he, that he can uh, lift a team on his back and also just all-time stature, if you are not all in all the time, then you are going to be out of that business. Now, um, you need to show and prove that you are willing to compete at all times. And that's, uh, you know, I was, before we got on, I was reading uh, Baxter Holmes' piece in ESPN this morning about where Joe Lacob is on the record saying, you know, we're not going to be just some other team. Like, we're not just going to, like, lay idly by. We're going to keep going for it. That has sort of been the brand of the Lacob ownership uh, era in, in Golden State. And it's, you know, worked out pretty well, generally speaking. But they've obviously also had a big detour into that, you know, quote-unquote two timelines era where they tried to find the bridge to the future and they thought it would be James Wiseman and Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga. And it looks like they have, at least they feel like they went one for three. Moses Moody doesn't seem to get a whole lot of run and uh, maybe he should get more of it. But, you know, they, they, oh, they have a, an aging trio of legends, one of whom is still, you know, one of the ten best players in the league, and then the other two guys are, are not. And you know, Clay Thompson has, has missed, he missed two full seasons due to devastating injuries. For him to be back playing like at, at even the level at now is remarkable in context. And then Draymond Green remains one of the best defenders in the world when he's getting on the court and he's able to stay there uh, through his you know through his own fault. Um, so I mean, they they need to be showing like we're we're not content being the ten seed just trying to skate into the play-in tournament. We believe we should be, uh, you know, promote, uh, pushing ourselves up the standings. We need to be trying and going to improve, and whatever costs will do. The other side of that, though, is like I think I think their their total roster in terms of salary and taxes this year. I think they're paying like four hundred million dollars for what is now like a five hundred team, and that's just that's not going to be good enough. If that's a, as high as they can get in terms of they didn't make make major moves at the deadline. I think all they did was get off of Corey Joseph and so they cut their tax bill somewhat. You know, so they, they've got to be good enough with what they've got right now. And there are some positive signs for them. Kaminga's been good in the starting lineup. Brandon Pajemski, they've, you know, Steve Kerr made the difficult decision to start bringing Clay Thompson off the bench for the first time since, I think, his rookie year. So, they, you know, they're trending in a positive direction. But, yeah, the, 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 it starts to get loud when you're not as good as you need to be and you have an all-timer who deserves uh, something better than that. 
Dan, uh, Doc Rivers has coached the Bucks for 10 games. He's won three, uh, 30% of those games, and then he spent the entire All-Star break uh, basically becoming basketball Jesus. That he's, He doesn't know why the Bucks <laughs> fired Adrian Griffin despite him being around that conversation. He, wa- he wanted to take a year off. Oh, and apparently he knew Shea Gilgis-Alexander was going to score 30 points a game. I'm just curious. I, I mean this in all sincerity. Does Doc Rivers actually want to coach the Milwaukee Bucks, or was he just looking for a $40 million golden parachute? I mean, he, it's, the thing that, that struck me most in all those things was him saying, like, I don't know why you guys are coming to talk to me about this. Like, like he seemed flummoxed that the Bucks <laughs> were reaching out to him. You know, to him tell it. I mean, if somebody walked up to you and said, here's $40 million for, you know, at what, what would be at a minimum, like, you know, a few, a couple of months of work, like, to argue with it, you know, it seems like one of the only things that would be a sweeter deal than, you know, the, the lucrative deal that he had at ESP, uh, ESPN to be part of that coverage. But, I mean, yeah, it's not like you, you, get, you get an opportunity to coach all-time talent, which, you know, that's been Doc's, you know, very understandable as a smart MO. If you're going to coach a team, you want it to be coaching a team with Hall of Fame talent. And you walk into a team that was already pretty damn good. Uh, with the expectation that you can get him above there and then immediately kind of undercut those expectations and say, this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever, ever had to do, taking over a team midseason and then getting it sort of pointed in the right direction and then follow that up by saying, like, uh, you know, yeah, we, we had some guys on the way to Cabo for the last game before the, 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 the All-Star break. And, you know, I don't, yeah, then as you mentioned, all the things that he was saying during the All-Star break, it doesn't seem like he's super thrilled about doing this. Um, I imagine he gets a lot happier on the 1st and 15th. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's an odd set of circumstances. You've got all that going on. You've got Giannis giving a uh, really interesting interview to The Athletic where he's saying it's like it's Dame's team and he's riding with Dame to the end. And he's got to do more, but all like again, like it's Dame's team. I think they're a pretty, they're to me the biggest like question mark X factor in the East. We know, as we mentioned, we know that the the Celtics kind of ran away with or running away with the number one seed. The Cavs have put themselves in really strong position for number two. That whole mix there, where it's the Bucks, the Knicks with all their injuries, the Sixers with Embiid's injury, uh, you know, the Pacers down below them, but you know, they've just got Siakam and uh, Tyree Talbert and healthy again. Like that whole collection of teams, Miami, where they can ever get all their guys on the court at the same time, somebody's going to sort of rise out of that group and, and mount a real serious challenge. It feels like the Bucks should be that team because none of those teams have Giannis, especially with Embiid being out. But, man, they, they seem like they're, they're still trying to get all their ducks in a row in a way that makes me wonder if all those guys are just going to start swimming in their own separate directions. Well, if any other coaches want, to, want somebody to poorly coach for three months and give them $40 million, you tell them to come find me. Dan, great stuff, buddy. Love the energy. Love the, the mindset here. Really appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Dan Devine there, Yahoo Sports, senior NBA writer on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.